The following program contains coarse language and nudity. Discretion is advised. All right, take three. Hey there, folks. This is Kristen Williams with another Trans Advocate Podcast. And today we have the regular podcast crew, which is... Robin Mack. And Alexis. And so, how are you guys doing? So, Did so you wait, freeze wait, wait. last night? No, I, I, I got a question here. Yeah. So, you know... Robin's usually right on time, but you were late today. What were you doing? I was sending gender books at the post office. <laughs> oh, well, well, that just takes a minute or two, right? No, it takes. <coughs> well, some days it does, and they're great, right? But today there was this forty-minute sort of time, which is the other delivery ah. time when I go. So like, they were working really fast and hard, and it's just a lot of people. Huh? No, no, no. Like they had a line full of people, and they're great people, and I love them. But the, when the customers start to get that certain angry face, uh-huh. like I can't believe there's a line, like you know, and it's just like, <laughs> you know, and it's boiling up, and I just I think it's it's it's, a, it's magic. It's magic that postal workers have the speed of like molasses. Like <laughs> they literally move. Super slow. <laughs> all is, together. This is as everyone yeah. else gets all, all together. Angry. All together. All together. And, and and they have no problem saying, Oh, you have to get back in line for this or oh, back in line for whiz. that. Yeah, and, you and see the, that form over there oh, and triplicate and if you could fill that. The, the out. reason why I was there is because we usually do prepaid postage. We're usually really nice. We do the most work by ourselves so we don't have to be in these situations. And I make great friends with them while I'm there. So it moves fast and everybody goes you know, smooth and have an awesome day. But uh, we're sending a lot of books to Canada mostly is uh, oh. one of our biggest purchasers of the gender book, which is awesome, mainly to schools. And uh, you can't buy postage uh, without going in person right now for some reason. Like they took that option off. Right. So I have to go in, fill out the paperwork, uh, make nice and make oh, sure the God. book gets there. But it's, it's interesting because you really do have to get a tracking number with the amount of books. So if we send the end of the hardbacks that we have on hand, that'd be 5,000 hardbacks into the world. And a lot of books do not make it to where they have to go. You know, I mean, they'll just get stopped halfway through and the post office is like, well, yeah, that's, that's where it is. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll say, oh, okay, well, when's it going to get to where it needs to yeah. go? N- no. <laughs> no, that, 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 that's where it is. And I'm like, well, good thing now. we printed a lot of books. Y- yeah. Yeah. Okay. And usually it stops in Chicago. They're like, well... It's it's in Chicago. Sh- Chicago does what it wants, you know. <laughs> so you know, I just love supporting our service workers because they're serving us and they make sure our things get to where they need to go. Yeah, and, and the lady like really thanked me. She was smiling and talking through her teeth, so she looked like she wasn't talking. She goes. Thank you so much for being nice. No one has been nice to me all day long. <laughs> I was like, I understand. No problem. <laughs> so 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it, it seems sometimes like we're becoming like the Italian post office. Mm. I mean, if, if you ship things through the Italian mail. Do I do a favor? They, they, well, yeah, pretty much. But, but what, what they God would do for someone. the longest time is mm-hmm. they would 
deliver a few things. Mm-hmm. But if it had been there more than a couple months, they would just sort of throw it in the trash truck and, and take bury it home, <laughs> count it as theirs, you know? Yeah, you know. I, I always do good surveys for them. And then I, I usually always bring people books, you know, because mm. I just share the experience. And <laughs> some of the books we send are like class sets. So it is heavy and they hate me for it. <laughs> and I apologize up front, you know, but you have to bring that in. Right. And so I'm like, would you like one? And they're like, oh, hey. Okay. You know? <laughs> Someone thought about me as a human being. Like, I love it. I love it. So, man, I, I found out something new about my turtles today. Okay. As, as I, you know, you, you have you, the big ones, right? Yeah. yeah you, you know, I've, I've got tortoises, actually. Uh-huh. It's tortoises. These are salcottas. Mm-hmm. And I was feeding uh, salcottas. Um, it was cactus, aloe vera, and carrots. Delicious. And They're very they healthy. They were just tearing into it. They loved it. And, um, for, you know, it's a big shell. And, and for some reason, I like scratching it as if I'm scratching a dog or something like uh-huh. that. And um, I got down to about where if, if you're like thinking about your own back, it would be about your lumbar area. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> so one, one is called Fred. The other one is Ethel, and uh, <laughs> we're, yeah. we're doing "I Love Lucy." Exactly, yeah. okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so, uh, Fred, I, I'm scratching his lumbar area. He like stopped, and his his neck came came out like really long, and looked at me, and they stuck his butt up in the air, yeah, and like started shaking his ass, yeah, left and then right, that's and then great, left and then right, and yeah. then left and then right. Dogs and then, love that. He was getting like really after it and knocking yeah. himself over shaking one side hip. and the, and the getting other. Getting those attachments moving. Yeah, I'm like busting in that aloe. What, what what the hell is going? I've never seen this behavior that's love. before. No, it was really no, interesting. Usually, dogs like if you get into their haunches. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, nowhere yeah, yeah. near a yeah. stimulation space. But I mean, if you think about it, it's joints and it's it, they love it like mm-hmm, they'll mm-hmm, be your friend mm-hmm. forever this, this is all outside the shell right yeah. yes yeah okay that's yeah. what i thought can they feel the shell well that i was so, like yeah, they, okay, they supposedly can right okay yeah i would imagine that they they have some sort of sensation like i i know that i don't have feeling in my fingernail itself but, it's like but i can certainly feel under well, my fingernail so well, if I you're rubbing your it's fingernail something. it's like some sensation yeah and sometimes like i'm sure there's an itch right you know right, they're like right, yes right. get in well, there girl yeah. been waiting 100 years for you to come back here <laughs> yeah not what? like we're gonna procreate but i got an itch that needs to be scratched yeah watching some of the zoo shows that you know where it's like the That's inside cool. stuff at the zoos uh-huh. they always scratch their turtle shells Oh. And a lot of times they'll take like a, a brush and, and just Maybe rub oh, it. Like a dry and, brush? Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and you okay. know, you look at First it and, and the tortoises really like it. That's cool. Oh, yeah, you can yeah, get yeah, a dry yeah. brush. Yeah. That's a that's a great idea. But, you yeah. know, I, I sort of look it up to see for sure. But, I mean, that's what they do. Yeah, that's great. Oh. Well, so I heard, uh, I, I don't know about you guys, mm-hmm. but I have been terribly, terribly concerned. Oh, yeah. That, uh, you know... Uh, this this trans military ban went into effect, and the only thing that I can do about it is donate to very large 
organization. <laughs> yeah, that, that's sort of interesting, I know exactly isn't it? where that I, was going when I, she said I, that. I, you know, I, I so, uh-huh. you know, I thought that we should talk about this and we should all be very concerned and scared about this you, you know, and then scare our listeners about that and, and get them to send us money because yeah, that well, seems to be well, what's what, happening, What right? is it that those orgs will do if we gave them money? Well, they well, will support. That's that's what they're saying. Yeah, but, but basically, this is something that the way you fix this stuff uh-huh. is you just keep pouring money into yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's nothing else they're going to do. No, and on this great. particular one, since, since so nothing we, really so happened. So we put some so money wait, into wait, wait, them, wait, wait, and then, wait, wait, then what happens? Before you get to that, I want to read you... Uh, an, uh, <laughs> okay. So here, here's something from a, a national... Um, a national LGBT publication. I, I shouldn't say the name of it. The Advocate. Um, so, you you know... I was guessing like two other ones. So uh, go uh, for uh, it. So I got two this, other emails. Yeah. So this is... The Defense Department is about to fire more than 13,000 trans people. So that was the advocate. Uh, Pink News, non-binary, NASA... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's stop right there just for a second. Not true. Okay. Rich. Rich. Non-binary NASA intern goes viral for hitting out at Trump's trans military ban. And this is about a a tweet that's gone viral, 7,000 retweets. I'm a (laughs) non-binary NASA intern. Nothing about my identity makes me any less capable of working in the government. This administration is manufacturing oppression as distraction from real issues like the trans military ban. P.S. My co-workers and I are getting pretty desperate. Hashtag shutdown. <clears throat> and I have no issue with that. Now, now, really quick comment. That's true. Yes. Right. I have no <laughs> issue with any of that. But if I look at like all the news in queer media and straight media and coming from the various national organizations, it's all dire. People are about to get fired. Uh, the, the, the Trump military ban was decided on. Scout has said that we all must be put to death. We are going to be burned. <laughs> and instead and of, no, instead of honoring the fact that NASA has been out of work longer, we're going to, we're going to focus on something that is fear-based and hasn't even happened yet. Well, it, but, but the way to make it better is send these orgs money. Right. right, and so I these, send them these orgs that do nothing. Right, right, uh, yeah. I just, I never <laughs> I, understand I, what they actually now, now, you know, do. We, so, so I, I probably we, just made an enemy of some people that consider me a friend. No, but it's the way it goes. Uh, uh, no, no. I think it's really important to finally ask and hold account. Right, like step up, step back. Like you're gonna sit there and 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 use your click rate to use. Our NASA employees, I claim them. They're in our backyard and, to talk about well, the okay, things you're going to do. But let's like, look at the NASA it's employees. very fair to say, what are you going to do with my money? Like, we, where's the transparency? You know, TDRfund.us, mm-hmm. which is our fund, mm-hmm. has funded some NASA employees yeah. that are on furlough. Yeah. And I'm sure we're going to fund some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we should definitely tweet and t- contact them. They have like a, 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 a GSA group and things like, you know, we could talk to them directly for sure. Uh, it's been less than a week since we've been doing a call out. It's been a whole week now since we've been doing call outs and awarding money to people in need. So we've, we've definitely been busy enough, but that's what our actions look like. Right. People gave us money and that's what we do with the money. So, okay, here, here's Washington post. 
Uh, here's the headline. Supreme Court allows Trump restrictions on transgender troops and military to go into effect as legal battle continues. First line. The Supreme Court on Tuesday allowed President Trump's broad restrictions on transgender people serving in the military to go into effect while the legal battle continues in lower courts. So there's a lot of these kind of... And that's technically accurate. It's just that you have to realize that what that allows is for the military to start making plans to implement this stuff. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So you're talking about an enormous bureaucracy that's going to start thinking about making plans. That have said they're going to do this slowly. Slowly. And will be <laughs> there be some sort of a study done? That's or? what they're thinking. And they're so thinking they might have... Well, you know, the last time when they decided that it was okay for trans to serve mm-hmm. openly, they there had the Rand Corporation study. do this two or three year study. Yeah. And yes. the decision was... That, that was a lot of money. They spent a lot of money. Mm-hmm. The decision was that there is absolutely no reason that they shouldn't allow trans people to serve openly mm-hmm. in the military. So the position the military has put forth is that they may need to have that study revised and redo that study to make sure that they implement whatever the changes are mm. at the, with the same amount of rigor that they implemented the change to allow transgender people. Which oh, so, there again shows actions. That's oh, transparent. That's an action plan. What are these, you know, big orgs okay, doing? Okay, wait, 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 wait. So... But from, I mean, the way this this makes it sound is that this is the case that was decided. Oh, the cases are still open. Oh, they haven't wait, gone anywhere. What? They're they're and in the, the lower courts. They aren't even close to the Supreme this, Court. This wasn't a decision on that case. No, this was a decision on an injunction issued by one of the courts that oh, that kept the military is. from starting to plan or do anything. Oh, so okay. now they can start doing their planning, which that's fine. And um, how many cases are actually going about this? There's four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, so there's four other ones going. Okay. Well, no, so, no, this so. this this was part of one of the cases, but mm. it was just one little tiny piece that was there that said, okay, they can't do anything uh, until the case is decided by the lower courts. Uh-huh. Then we know it's going to be appealed, so it'll go to the appellate courts, maybe directly the Supreme Court, but probably just to the appellate court. Then it'll go to the Supreme Court, and almost certainly when it's appealed, everything will be put on hold. Mm-hmm. At least from one of the cases. So, so it, it's... It's just it weird to me that an org wants money to talk about something that hasn't happened yet, gives little to no facts about what's really going on, mm-hmm. and will use mm-hmm. a legitimate community member that put their narrative out there, a NASA worker that has been uh, going without money for, what, over 30 days now? Like in right. a real yes. need and saying my team is in need and they're going to not focus on the shutdown. They're yeah. going to focus on this other thing. Exactly. Yes. Now, if they were coming out saying, you know, we're supporting the, the trans community people and the GOBT community people that have needs and they were collecting money for that. I'm all for that. Sure, sure. And, and I know that some of the organizations have started supporting them, like as we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we started first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we, in fact, we were, we were the first, I yeah, believe. we're the yes. first that anybody I've seen. seen. But it, well, be and, the example, but I mean, if but, we but weren't, then good on you. We're going the other direction with it. It's like we're we're doing something for a non-issue that we can't do anything about and we wouldn't do anything about otherwise. I mean, well, 
Okay, I could see an organization saying, okay, send us money because what we want to do is file an amicus brief with the lower courts to try to get this reinstated and, and do all that type see, stuff. See, that would be action. Like, exactly. Send us money because we're going to mm-hmm. increase the lawsuit so that way we actually stop this from happening. We lay the pressure on them. We actually mm-hmm. do the work yeah. and put extra hours in to call each state that has a non-discrimination right. but, policy but they never to say make that. this they're lawsuit like, bigger. They're like, so send us money. Yeah. Because you, you need us. Because why? So, because you have employees yeah, there, to pay? There's two things that I don't like about, and I'm not going to, I am not, I am not going to at least name names on this podcast, but. Uh, because I, it, it, oh, honestly, it would be multiple names though. It's not just well, one well, person exactly. or one org. I, I don't like. I got when, 11, I got emails from 11 organizations that yeah. fall into this category. Yeah. So yeah, this I, is not I, one I org. I don't like, nor do I appreciate these kind of call out like. And the, the, like, whenever you go to read it, it's something like, oh, this is dire. And it's Holy the shit. same hysteria. I, yeah, I yes. have to yeah. read this. And what it is, is a statement, a generalized statement about how wrong and how, mm-hmm. how people like me deserve rights mm-hmm. and whatever and something about patriotism and unfortunately and some of those send us money. emails are written after decisions have already been made yeah oh yeah like yeah. you know i mean and so the common person that's not necessarily on the beat or has their plate full so they don't know exactly all that's going on and they think this org is the org to do the work it's yes. already passed Exactly. I mean, some I, of these things in 2018, whenever... they happen, and I'm like, five, four, three. Okay, there goes the emails of requests for money when it's already been done. Exactly. This is not an organization that is involved in the legal fight. This this email that's scaring the crap out of people doesn't have any substantive information about The community about that they say they work on. for and represent. Yes, and, and finally, they're using this uh, kind of vague fear mm-hmm. to raise money. With no action plan. And I, I, don't, I don't appreciate it, that. It, yep. And what happened from our side? Just, you know, when, when this came out, the first thing we tried to do is figure out, okay, exactly what does this mean? Exactly. So we got actually good information from people who are pretty much directly involved who said, mm-hmm. really, it doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> right. So we're, no. we're a volunteer org. I spent four hours of my life calling around to see who knows what orgs was mm-hmm. do, were doing mm-hmm. what. And I found out exactly the same thing that's being shown on CNN today. I mean, I didn't get paid for that. And, right. you know, and I certainly didn't send out any emails to be paid for that. Right. Maybe that's a missing. But then I'd be the guy that I don't like, you know. <laughs> exactly. Well, and see, then what happens is. We get a lot of calls, which yeah, yeah. while, while, you, you while, while Robin calls. without doing her mm-hmm. thing, you know, I'm know. I'm taking all the calls from a lot of the activist organizations uh-huh. saying mm-hmm. we can't figure out what's right or wrong on this. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you all need us to do? But that was cool. We had allies asking Absolutely. us how they could mm-hmm. support. And, That's and I'm different. like, this is the wrong That's, one. Save yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that. And, it's nice to have the solidarity, though. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it, and, and it's nice. It's also nice that they called mm-hmm. because there was nothing. Oh, instead of speaking for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's important. <laughs> right. Well, and, you know, a lot of times things are clear and there's no question. Sure. But in this case, it's not clear. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's like, OK, it was Supreme Court decision, which is usually major. This one wasn't. This was right. minor. Right. And the only reason it got to the Supreme Court is because the Trump administration challenged it. And so if the president, if the administration challenges Bumps it, it up. a lot of times it goes up to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and but but yeah, this is one of those things. But nothing's where, final. No, nothing's final. Yeah. Nothing's even moved. Much. I mean, the the lawyers for the court case that 
this uh, ruling applied to mm-hmm. aren't even doing anything about it because they're like, yeah, it's not a, it's nothing that needs to anything done. It, there, right. Nothing really happened. Right. Yeah. So I I don't like so like if there's real oppression or real mm-hmm. a real emergency going yeah. on. You know, that's whenever we need all of those emails and we need right. all that focus. And I'm kind of concerned that when we get these, like, cry wolf moments. Little chicken little moments. Yeah, yeah. yeah the that, sky's falling. It's like, girl, it already fell and you weren't there. Right, right. Or right. This, is, this is the like, 11th time this year. Look up. Exactly. There, there's no cloud in the sky. Like, do your work that right. you want us to pay you for. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I haven't really figured out, you know, and this is just me talking, me being real. I don't know how to fix that within our community. That's an issue within our community. And it's not only our community, it's the media that's covering our community. It's almost like it feeds off of itself. And it does, and and it's every charity Mm -hmm. community. And part Mm -hmm. of the thing about it is that it seems like that if you're a charity and, you know, you get into being fundraising as your main goal... As opposed to doing the charity's Mm -hmm. business, you start to do this because all you're doing is just generating money. Right, right. And so you go out and do a few of the things the charity is supposedly set up for, Mm -hmm. and that's just to keep your credibility, if you will. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that there's some small things that we've implemented amongst ourselves that goes a long way. So if we know that it's clickbait and one of us sees it, we, we will give it to one another and give a synopsis a synopsis of like what the article actually mm-hmm. says mm-hmm. so you're not you're not feeding into their clickbait if uh if you know before we share something like i called alexis and said what what attitude are we going to take about this mm-hmm. you know uh what do we really know and we decided it was too soon it was too soon to know like there weren't a lot of things that there was to know that there was to speak about or write a press release about you know mm-hmm. um but i do think solidarity is important i think solidarity is very different than a scare tactic you know oh, absolutely. Um, i think pulling together versus causing a concern like if there's no reason for our blood pressure to go up mm-hmm. then don't raise it Right, we have right. enough health concerns on I an mean, everyday sure. basis I as trans people. I would want to know that this happened. I would want to know. Oh, awareness you know, is that, good. That, yeah, I want to know what happened, and I want to know the particulars of what happened. Right. All of this, like, the the, the fluff, the bullshit that it seems like to, that makes up most news, which is appendant, opinions uh-huh. and punditry and right. what someone else thinks about something. I don't necessarily want to know all of that. And I I think there's nothing wrong with holding people to account and saying like, you know, had you told me the facts, Mm -hmm. had you told me in a timely way, had you told me what action to take Mm -hmm. or that, you know, please, you know, actions pending, then maybe I would actually give you some of my money because you're actually winning my trust. You're actually winning my attention trust and then my money trust at that point. Mm -hmm. They've Mm -hmm. gone too far off kilter and mimicked the things that we don't like and we are feeding into that cycle again and some of it's our own news. So, yeah, and and actually I I wonder if that's part of the issue is just our, you know, so-called new media world that we live in where everything is click based you Mm -hmm. know uh you can do some of the best reporting in the world but if it's you know a mile long in depth very nuanced lots of facts you know you're going to get three readers Mm -hmm. and your listicle about 
puppy dog faces is going to get a thousand. And that's so, hard. You, you know, know, the the Texas uh, Tribune, which I right. really appreciated yep. in the last mm-hmm. legislature, mm-hmm. To, and I relied a lot on my. Oh yeah, I yeah, relied yeah. on They're, them for a lot of my work. updates. <clears throat> they did this spoof off of uh, some of the the Texas Republicans, and what are they going to do now um, because of the bathroom bills? It uh-huh. was I don't. It wasn't quite like the governor, but it was a position so-and-so against so-and-so and it showed them in a boxing match and it, and, but then it gave this really great factual recap of what happened. Mm-hmm. And so it catches you up as to like where we're at when this legislature opens. And then they were saying, and then now we're going to fight. Cause what is the Republican going to do now that they maybe, Oh, it was because they censured so-and-so and now the new oh, person's yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I thought that though that was clever and it got people's attention and it educated them, mm. Honestly, and I put this, I was like, thank you for all the work that you do for getting people's attention, but I would I would appreciate it if you took it more seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I actually don't feel good about the representation for Republicans in this video. Right. You know, I certainly never thought that I would stick up for these particular Republicans, especially the people that were being highlighted for the bathroom bills and, and the hate. But like, you don't you don't need to do that. They don't right. need they don't need to be known like that mm-hmm. just to and, get attention. And, you know, part of it that I think people miss is that sarcasm there, there's real risk to sarcasm right because some people are going to miss it some people are going to take it differently right and and you know and a lot of times even your mood will change how you take it yes i was i was like i mean even some of these late night guys that i started watching mm, because of mm-hmm. the trump like there were we hit a certain point in his presence presidency where i felt like i needed to be updated about all the woe that's happened but I couldn't stomach news reports, but I could right, stomach right. the like comedy guys, you yeah, know, like exactly. uh, Seth well, Meyers. I mean, the, the late Noah's, night comedy guys yeah. understand exactly how to make sure. And they were honest and on point and quick. Right. right? And, and, and they, but they understand how to make sure that you aren't going to miss the satire when they're doing satire. Right. Yes, right. they're good at but, it. But you have to remember, they get paid millions of dollars to do this. Which is as fine. A, as opposed to the $50 that. a pay year them. that the other person gets. Like, I would pay them. Like, that's yes. awesome. Like, I love it, right? I, you know, it's fun. But then I found myself laughing at him too much. Uh-huh. And then I was like, I don't like who I'm being right now. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we can keep laughing at this same issue mm-hmm. because it became like we're laughing at the same consistent problem. And like, what, what's our plan for this? Doing it for four years? That's not good. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to have to move along. Unfortunately, at some point. I think that is the plan. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, one of the it's things, not my you know, plan. Talk, talking about the fundraising type stuff, I wrote up a little fundraising thing after I'd gotten so many of them. And, uh-huh. and it's sort of like, okay, you know, and, you know, because of the latest uh, SOTUS descend, uh, Supreme Court decisions, we have grave concerns. So you need to send us money. We actually aren't going to use it for anything having to do with <laughs> this particular thing, but it's a really good chance for us to go out and get, get you all riled up and send us money. So if you would just send us money. And now that I've given you the fact that we actually are not going to use it for what you might think we want to, you should actually send us more. Well, see, that would be like the first level of honesty that I wouldn't click send on. Right. Like, like that letter that you send to someone, even yourself where you're just getting real with the words and you're like really going like heavy cat paws at the computer you know and like but but you you don't push send you don't send that one you know and then you write the one that's like hey we know this is happening right and we're here with you we're we are you we've checked in Mm -hmm. and what i want you to know is is that this isn't great Mm -hmm. but there's no uh time to panic here are some actions you can take you know now we want to put the effort into telling these decision makers 
we do not want this to follow through. It has not actually gone all the way through yet. So there's nothing to panic. There's nothing to rescue. But it is a degree in which we do not want to be in. You right. know, it's a degree closer to which a situation of trans being out of the military that we don't even want to mm-hmm. frequent in. Right. And, you know, we do do a lot and we're all volunteers. So if you'd like to give to this org, awesome. <laughs> but if you don't, then please, please, if you're in a safe space to share, let our people know and let our allies know that we appreciate the solidarity and there's no need to panic and mm-hmm. let your representation know what we want we're working together mm-hmm. you know alexis all all the time says we the people right? right exactly and in our last podcast you were saying that you had this um i don't know maybe epiphany but like thought right that that we're working the people who are in the shutdown are working for us yes and so it's almost like we're their employers but not in this like it, bad boss way but in this no, but like, we, we absolutely are that's not, who they work for right <laughs> why not be a good boss why not like work together right. you know and, and i'd love to be able to say look we're gonna pay all of you we don't mm-hmm. have that kind of money mm-hmm. uh, and i'm that, i'd be a little bit scary if we did have probably right. but, and, but but you know I, I i would love to take care of all of them because you know, they're doing our business. But we have a responsibility as a citizen with our government, right? And, and, and a I, lot of times we get upset because we get so complacent and we think it's someone else's job. But, like, why not be honest about what is our job and what can we do? Well, and, and I look at it this way. I mean, I am so happy to see food pantries, corporations. I'm, I'm so happy to see lots of people picking up what the government should be doing mm-hmm. but isn't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think that's really great. The other thing that I think might happen is... You know, we've helped quite a few people. Right. Um, they're with all sorts of different agencies. Yeah. Now, when this is finally over and they're back on level ground and those sorts of things, I think they might think better of us. Right. And they might do their job a little bit better. Right. And the fact that all of these people have come out to help them might make them feel a little bit better about the mm-hmm. people that they work mm-hmm. for. And one of the things that we do well, and this is this is great to acknowledge what works, is we share what we have done. We share what there is to do. And we 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 do ask for help when we need help. Like hmm. it but we but as an invitation, not an emergency. Right. You know, like I would I would send an email that says we've connected all these people to these issues, you know, like we've connected them to food pantries, we've connected them to these funds, we've we've inspired people to do this and we just wanted to let you know these are, are our efforts. If you see mm-hmm. anything that you can do, please do it and let us know <clears throat> what you're doing. We'd love to work in solidarity with you, you know, and if you'd like to give this fund because, you know, that's the place that you're in, awesome. Here's the link for that. Like it would be an invitation, not a like this is going down on the hill and I'm not even on the hill and I'm not even, you know, it's just right. too much. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, I, as, as you were talking, I was just kind of looking over the news coverage that's in Google news. And this is, you know, this is all so-called straight media. Um, and it's, and it's, and it all <laughs> is very much of the, you know, if you look at this, you're, it's entirely reasonable to believe that because of yesterday's scoutist decision, uh, transgender people in the military are right now banned mm-hmm. and that people are getting kicked out of military mm-hmm. service all over the world right now mm-hmm. that that is going on. Right. A demographic that like 
realistically, if we're being honest, we do not take care of that are oftentimes not well. You know, uh, we have a great VA in Houston, but I don't hear that very much in other places. So these Mm -hmm. vets may have post-traumatic stress. They may be on a tight income already. They may be getting really bad health care already. And now that they're afraid, you know, they could be afraid to lose it anyway on any given day. And now you put this in their face. Mm -hmm. And there Mm -hmm. is some public radio um, that's breaking this down in a good way that that I did hear. And they were saying that people who are in service even if this doesn't affect them, like even if they're able to talk to their higher ups and 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 be out and know that they will be sort of grandfathered in and there's not there's no cause for concern. Could you imagine being another country asked to protect your country and having your president and your government and mm-hmm. your fellow citizens jack with your career and your life? Mm-hmm. You know, like this is not nice. This is beyond. It, it has not to nice. stress you. It has to make you less effective, et cetera. For I mean, sure. there have been a lot of studies that are have been done by companies that aren't public studies, um, but they paid a lot of money. They're probably quite valid studies. Just looking at people who are GOBT community being out at work completely or not being out at work. Everything in every one of the studies says that productivity goes sky high when you allow people to be themselves. Mm-hmm. That you know the 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 quality goes sky high everything goes sky high and you know that's why a lot of the big companies are absolutely 100 percent accepting it it has nothing to do with being nice it has to do with you get better productivity you make more money which is Mm -hmm. what they really should be looking at but even those go ahead with the military you know you this has to be an additional stressor and these people are in stress position one positive point that i see most of the people in our community who are i would say you know mid-20s or later, have dealt with this quite a bit. This Mm -hmm. isn't a new situation. Mm -hmm. And so they at least have some skills that they can deal with it and and the coping skills are there. Right, their skin's a little thicker. Exactly. They've been kicked before. And, you know, it's not Mm -hmm. a great thing, but it's sort of a good thing because it keeps them alive and well and healthy and that. And I really think that there's a good chance that this will pass away and not be a problem in the near future. It's just mm-hmm. another one of those so, big bumps. So if you had to summarize what people should take from this whole trans scoutist military thing, what would it be? What would you say, Robin? It would be go back to the basics. Get informed. Get out of hysteria. And stay in solidarity. Okay. Do not feed. I don't care if it's gay media or straight media. Do not feed the beast. Mm. You know, get into facts. And then also... Understand that the daily existence is enough. So every more ounce of pressure that we put on each other, uh, whether you're trans or not, is too much. We mm-hmm. don't need to do that to each other. So don't do not do their click rate. Don't fall into their whatever. And pay attention to where the real problem is and where the real need is. Which for me, I would say being aware about what happened is awesome. And the main focus of where I can help or who needs help is actually the shutdown. You know, it's not even over here. I think it's like a, a smokes and mirrors tactic. Okay. Now, Alexis. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing, you know, that I would say as a takeaway is to begin with, make sure you understand the facts involved mm-hmm. because right now a lot of our news media and certainly a lot of our government doesn't really provide facts. And, you know, there's a lot of spin going on everything else. And in this particular case, nothing significant really happened. Uh, yeah, it was a Supreme Court decision, but it was a decision on a really minor thing. 
So in, in that case, it's just chill out a little bit. Now, you should also realize that this is indicative of the fact that the transgender community is under attack by the Trump administration. That's mm-hmm. obvious. It's there. Uh, but, you know, pick where you want to go to battle. Otherwise, it becomes a constant and you don't, it doesn't have any effect. And in addition, though, the whole idea of starting to deal with facts, I think, is just really, really important. The The, the things that come out of a lot of politicians and, and a lot of the news media just don't make sense. They have no bearing, in fact. It's almost like they read the first half of a tweet because they couldn't be bothered to read the whole however many characters it is in a short tweet. (laughs) And then they go with that, and the last half may be totally different. It's like the NASA worker would have been better doing the hashtags and where they're really at, like, up top. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, but but to be fair, would have probably been ignored if they had done that. And, Mm. and, you know, and it's back to what, you know, you, you were mentioning that I was talking about the other day. You know, these are our these are our employees. These are mm-hmm. people that we hired as a government. I mean, mm-hmm. I may or may not like the fact that we have them hired for what they're doing, but we hired them, mm-hmm. and they're basically being royally messed around. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, you know, and, and I really feel bad for people like the Coast Guard who are told you have to work like it or not, and no, we aren't going to bother to pay you. Mm-hmm. That's just wrong. I thought it was interesting. Uh, the I guess it was the House chaplain. Maybe it was the Senate. I don't know which one. But anyway, they opened whatever today's session was. And he was talking about the fact that then reading scripture that was saying that when people work, they deserve their pay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, there we go. You guys are starting it off right. Well, I want to take a quick break. And when we come back, I have a story about a real man. So we'll be right back. If you're trans, intersex, or genderqueer, and are a victim of a disaster, we can help with our Trans Disaster Relief Fund. And if you're going to college, university, or trade school, you can apply for one of our scholarships. Located in Houston, Texas, we hold weekly support group meetings and run the only community-owned transgender archive that's open to the public. If you'd like to learn more about any of this, just go to transadvocate.com. Okay, so, hey, we're back. so, have you heard about this thing where there's this lady in a coma and she's in a hospital and oh, she's yes. pregnant? And, uh, you know, so someone at the hospital obviously raped her while she was in a coma and she gave birth while she was in a coma. And, uh, yeah, so uh, they were look. They, they did this investigation and found out that. Uh, you know, a, a they arrested this guy. Um, uh, let's see, what is his name? Nathan Sutherland, a 36-year-old nurse at Hacienda Healthcare Facility. Um, so he was r- arrested for raping Where? this uh, lady. Um, uh, Hacienda, I, I don't know what town this was in. Uh, but anyway, he raped her, apparently, allegedly, uh, impregnated her. Uh, she carried to term, gave birth, all in a coma, all of this stuff. Well, it turns out that this guy, uh, he's a, <clears throat> a Christian rapper, um, a youth minister, a uh, Christian rapper. And, uh, I, I, and he, he raps about being a real man. Uh, and I... I I listened to one of his uh, songs called Jezebel, 
And uh, let me let me read to you a couple of the lines in this in this song. This Christian youth pastor rapper for Jesus. I hit you uh, with perfect hatred. Feel like killing you and killing myself and then killing you again. You turn me into a uh, you turn me into a heartless monster. So these are his lyrics that he's rapping for God uh, about. Um, no, and, no, 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 no. He's well, ra- this is, rapping this, for his God. Okay, because it sure as hell ain't mine. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to talk to you a, a little bit about gender and this concept of uh, real man, because it seems like, God damn it, it seems like every time I'm turning around, there's some you know real man out there being a fuck up, like hurting people and. Uh, you know, he's either, you know, closeted or, you know, there's some sort of something or other that hiding under his facade of, you know, you know, this guy, he, he's representing himself as this godly paragon, this, you know, Christian entertainer. Yeah, but but wait, this is just the standard, you know, I'm, I'm not what I think I should be. So I'm going to act out and I'm going to belittle everyone else and I'm going to overly uh, become overly violent about it if anybody gives me any stuff because i have to prove i'm a fill it in real man mm-hmm. real real whatever and you know it it, it i i just okay. get tired for, of for, even considering it okay you know, it's like so this is crazy this, this part of the context of this is uh there's an all-boys school in kentucky you might have heard about this in the news uh so it's a catholic school uh all boys and they were recently in the news for um, you know, mocking and belittling uh, a native elder who was a veteran, um, and uh, then mocking and uh, harassing women who were p- walking by. And then it turns out that uh, at school they were putting on blackface, actual minstrel show blackface. You know the the classic minstrel show thing to show up at basketball games to mock uh, the other team's black players. And, you know, this is a school that touts itself as, as, you know, turning out good, real men. Yeah, but they're going to the White House, though. (laughs) No, I'm serious. You're kidding. No, Trump has invited them. Jesus. You're... What? What the (laughs) fuck? Uh, are you serious? Yeah, he's, he's supporting them, and they supposedly are going to be going to the White House. Now, Fuck. you know, one, one of the things that I wish people who report the whole incident would do, and that is, it, it's back to report the facts and what really happened. Mm-hmm. Um, because all of the reporting, very little of the reporting that I've seen has been accurate. Okay. I mean, what happened, you know, was that there were... I mean, there were two incidents. The, the incident with the women and them harassing the women mm-hmm. was separate from the incident right. with the Native Americans. The, what did happen was there were a group of, um, what do they call themselves, basically something Christians or something else. The, 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 they were there to, the, the boys' school, the boys' school was there to protest women's body autonomy. And yes. That's what they were there right. to protest. But then there was another group that was there harassing the kids from the school. 
and it was a group. Um, oh, you're talking about the Hebrew yes, whatever. That, yeah, that's a hate group. Yeah, and they were harassing them. Mm-hmm. Then the American, the Native Americans were there doing their thing, whatever mm-hmm. it was. One of the people saw that this was getting sort of hot, decided to walk in between them to try to break it up. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's when they sort of walked in between, which in my mind is a little bit confrontational. And then the you know, Hebrew whatever group sort of backed off and went away-ish, you know, in that. Mm-hmm. And so that it was the kids that were into the mocking the Native American people. So I'm sort of, I'm like, A, why did you run in between of them? In between them? It's like, you know, this this seems weird. But then after that, it's like, nah, this, this was just being assholes on the kids' part. And mm-hmm. that's basically what I think they come across that is, is just, you know, 100%. Guys, we're better than you, so we can do whatever we want. Uh-huh. I'm in your face. And, and right, then... Now, now, these are kids, you know, like, uh, apparently upper class kids apparently. who can apparently afford to hire... A like, PR firm. <laughs> a PR firm to go out and, uh, you know, try to somehow make it seem like they're the victim. And... They, they're doing that fairly well. Um, you know, and, and, and the, the big problem with the whole thing is that they could have turned around and left. Mm. Nobody was stopping them. There wasn't anybody surrounding them or anything like that. I think probably everybody could have turned around and left, but everybody seemed to be engaged in that whole bit. Then the comments afterwards and the investigations into the fact that they'd done blackface things for basketball games and all that started to make it worse. Hmm. And, and you know, it, I think the part that really bothered me more than anything else was they were wearing these bright red MAGA hats. Oh yeah. And I'm sort of like, so is this what you're supporting and you're attacking native Americans? I mean, it would fit. Uh huh. Yeah. But yeah. And, you know, I, I think people miss the fact that if you come from strength, you actually don't have to be, you know, a macho asshole. So, uh, like, uh, Robin, you intersect mm-hmm. with the uh, transmasculine community a lot more than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how, how does the transmasculine community kind of, like, work with this concept or interface with this concept of real man? Well, I think what, that... What, uh, how, and how do you see that play out? It's, I, first of all, I'm just like, I didn't hear about that whole rape uh, story and that's tough. Um, But there is something to like sort of what, what you're saying and the way you're saying it and how people say it to one another that is sort of like goading someone into being someone they're Mm -hmm. not, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, and, and pushing them to be into this, this uh, extremism that they're not, you know, Uh, the whole fake it to your make it or conform mentality and and i think that whether you're cis or trans that's really hard you know mm. um and it's it's traumatizing and it doesn't end up it doesn't end very well mm. and i feel very sorry for those people um and uh and then i think it would go into sort of like a mental illness issue but uh you know there are these things on the uprise that you're speaking about. And, and I keep, I was talking today about the Gillette commercial, you know, mm. because oh, right. there's I, a lot I, of, I heard um, that a lot of real men are traumatized 
Yeah. By, by that, they they retreated to their safe spaces on 4chan and yeah. various. Well, th- there's a lot of there's a lot of men that are upset about that commercial. But when I first saw it, I thought, wow, every guy I know. This is before everyone like sort of started mm. Twitter slanging. But like when I first saw it, I thought every guy I know would think that's a pretty good commercial. You know, mm. like. Like, yes, like not every man has access to other men that are making these mistakes to be like, yo, don't screw it up for the rest of us, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. or I have a daughter and I don't want her to live this life, you know, right. of, of crap that you that you seem to put on women or, you know, I'm a good guy and I want other guys to be good guys. Like, I mm-hmm. know a lot of great guys mm-hmm. that would be like, oh, that's an awesome commercial. I'm glad that they're taking a step up and saying like, yes, we agree that we want to raise the bar for the next generation. We agree Mm -hmm. that there Mm -hmm. has been trauma. We agree. We see the Me Too. We see the claims. We see the priests finally, you know, getting the media attention about the rape that's been going on for a really, really long time. We've known it. We've been impacted by it. Uh, now we're in a connecting time where we can say, yes, we, we, we never wanted this to happen. We, we would have never done it ourselves and also didn't have any access to stopping it, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe they did and they did what they could do in each individual moment to make it right. And then when you get into trans issues, like a lot of the things that I see trans men and trans women to some degree, you know, it's, it's, they're dealing with how they're, how they were socialized, Mm-hmm. And then they're transitioning into something that they think and they know that they want to be, right? But they're not like quite it if they're doing surgery and hormones. Like they're still transitioning into something chemically and and mentally and physically. And 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 even if you're fully fine w- with where you're at on that journey, you're in a new space now. You're having different conversations. You're you're now looking at how you're going to be in those moments and and it's, it's never the way you easy. expected it to be yeah it's, <laughs> you know? it's not easy you know i i meet a lot of my siblings that say okay so like straight up i have a beard um my voice has dropped i have height so i'm quote unquote passable nobody mm-hmm. knows even people in the trans community don't clock me anymore mm-hmm. but when i'm around cis guys I'm not used to all these kind of conversations. I want to go back a little bit sure. because when when we're talking about a lot of the real man type things, one of the things mm. I was thinking about was that a lot of the people who work in you know the the bad inner city neighborhoods and they're setting up uh, you know shelters and yeah, those sorts y'all of didn't things. See the scare quotes that Alexis. Yeah, used. <laughs> I mean, I you know I don't want to characterize every inner city neighborhood as bad but but the people who, right. who've worked in the like deep problems in inner cities one of the big things they work on constantly is making sure that the males around understand what being a man really means mm-hmm. which isn't a you know i can beat your butt i can do this and right. i can dominate everyone it's right. a take care of people and right hmm. i could be a provider i and, can be strong i can be a mentor and, i can do something for and i can community. support people i can do all right. that type stuff and, yeah. and and that's one of the things that that they work on because mm-hmm. that's what they feel has been uh you know skewed off of what the the facts are from so hmm. many different angles that i think it's hard to even you know, find an authentic angle sometimes to have access to that. And whether you're a male or a female, you know, Mm. I was just talking to a a grown 58 year old cis woman and she's like, I think a lot of my 
white heteronormative women have been brainwashed by Cosmo. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we have course, to always yeah. be perfect yeah. and we're never and, good and enough. Your, and your problem you know? with that is, though. No. And, <laughs> and it's damaging and it's exhausting and yeah. it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's hard. And, um, and I think Kate, I know Kate Bornstein, in my opinion, gave the best speech on gender uh, at our unity banquet as it was um, in 2015, where she talked about these things. And she said, as we're, finding out what it means to be ourselves, wherever that is on the spectrum, as people who are transitioning into like our highest selves, right? We're taking on this journey, this mission, wherever it is, however long that route goes, because we are like analyzing all the time and looking at how we want to be and who we want to be and what that expression looks like. One of her requests was, was to not be like the majority to not do the, you're not enough to one another. You know, you're not woman enough unless you give birth. You're not man enough unless you, mm. you know, make enough money or you're strong or blah, 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 blah. That right. thing, the th- similar things that we're talking about and what she made a request to, to our community um, as an elder uh, was that we take it a step further and just say, you're enough, you mm. know, how you are, you mm. know, and, 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 and how can we move forward together? You know, it- mm-hmm. And the fact is, <clears throat> our community is very judgmental. I, I, I was just about to go there. I was going to humans, transition you know, this, uh, the transition, this uh-huh. conversation to, you know, kind of, kind of feeling you guys out uh-huh. about how, what is your experience with that? Because I've been to, so I've been to different support groups, mm-hmm. you know, all kinds of different support groups. Uh, you know, the trans support groups that we were running for a long time really eschewed this uh, notion of there's this standard of realness that you must adhere to and you, you have to attain in order to be good enough or real enough or a real trans, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of bullshit. We really yeah. try to push back against that. How, yeah. Having said that, I've been to some support groups where, you know, there's the queen transsexual who is shining upon the hill and, you know, next to them. And, and of course, some they, they have some sort of intersex condition also, you know, and and, you know, none of you will be as good as or whatever. Yeah. And so yeah, but, I've been wait, wait. to those types of meetings and they fucking suck. Yeah, and I've I've always felt worse for right. going to those. Right, and those the, the other thing though is, is we add another flavor to it, because there are also the groups. It's like, oh well, well you're you're looking too good. You aren't supposed to. Oh. You aren't supposed <laughs> to be that passable. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and I'm like, so if I go over here, I'm That's not true. passable enough. If I go over there, yeah. I'm yeah. too passable. Right. Oh, fuck it. Right. I don't care. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, and then there's the, you're just a thing. Or oh, yeah. You, right. you haven't started. You're, you're not taking hormones. Or you don't belong not, here anymore yeah. if you don't do X, Y, and yeah. Z. And, but and, like and, once you do do X, Y, and Z, and maybe you do you, look passable and whatnot, maybe you don't need the support group anymore. Yeah, so you or don't or you come. don't belong here because you did too good. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and you you brought up my favorite word, just. just. And I'm like, no, yes. no, no. If, if you put just in front of it, I don't like whatever it is you're about to say. You're just a. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well when, when we had the center, and and I saw visibly uh-huh. more trans men specifically mm. transitioning, I saw a lot of them transition into their life. 
Mm-hmm. And what, what they got do you in, mean by that? And there was a stage where it was no longer like they needed help. It wasn't mm-hmm. that they needed to figure themselves out. They were mm-hmm. already on hormones. They had top surgery. They gotcha. met their partners, whoever it was, oh, and then okay. they went into a provider mode. Mm-hmm. And then we either saw them or we didn't at the actual center. Oh, okay. And the main times that I would see those particular guys, let's say on at, at that sort of side of the of the transitioning spectrum was at the barbecues and the socials where oh, they would come okay. back and talk mm-hmm. about their lives mm-hmm. and they would hang out and, you know, they'd talk about the victories or whatever. They would talk right. about how their life is working. You know, they would, they would be there. Those r- r- real, God, I just, I just went to the word real men. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but that's no, true. But that's I'm the saying, whole point. I'm saying like those, yeah. And, and by real, like for my mind, I was like, I, <clears throat> I'm sitting here thinking not, not real as in like the perfect guy. I'm thinking, in physical form, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to cry because I have so many gender neutral people, binary mm-hmm. people, trans men that are in their new transitioning period mm-hmm. where they've just gotten like, even I still, I consider people who have taken a year a hormone still new. Right. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> oh, but, yeah. but, they, but, but like once they've gotten their doses down and their voice, okay. And they're okay to go into public. Like they don't have a lot of real in-person is what I mean Mm. to say by that in-person representation of Mm. what does this look like? Mm. What do I do? Am I going to be okay if I don't have my top surgery? Am I going to be okay if I don't ever Mm. have a penis? Mm -hmm. Like, am I going to be okay? You know, and, and, and now in this day and age in 2019, we have a lot of internet commentary. Mm -hmm. So they may not know if that other brother is real or they may not know, you know, of what he's saying and, 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 and placating is real. We get into the Facebook mentality, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of our brothers only have those social groups. So they don't, they haven't met real guys in person that have gone through these things, you know, like mentorship to actually, you so know, have those was that moments. What the tears were about? Well, it's like I talked to a lot of the guys. And I say, like, for me personally, I haven't had hormones and I haven't had surgery, but I've I've walked through so many top surgeries with people. Mm-hmm. I've I've personally, as a massage therapist, worked on their scar tissue. I, you know, I know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. I know that experience over and over and over again. But they've never seen it or been through it mm-hmm. because they don't have those community ties that we yeah. used to have when right, it was in person, right, right. you know, and, and try as they may. Let's say they go to the Monday night support group. There may or may not be a guy there, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And, and if there is a guy there, he may be at wherever part of his spectrum that he's at, right? Like he may not be to the part where he's got his life stable mm-hmm. and you need sometimes I think humans need mentorship of stability, right? One of the things that, you know, I've noticed a lot, Mm -hmm. and I end up getting into these kind of discussions Mm -hmm. with the the trans men more than Mm -hmm. anything else, and that is they don't have any experience being men other than sort of what they've read. Right. (laughs) And and that's that's real. They don't have experience talking to other men about their penises. They don't have Mm. other experiences having sex with something that like, I mean, their surgeries are not great. I mean, if we're, we're, we don't need to get into a comparison game, mm -hmm. but like they have to deal with, 
that they're that they that they may not even want that but they're, mm-hmm. they they mm-hmm. they see a checklist that that means what it means to be a man and that is what mm. it means to be a trans should transition right and and had you talked to you know a brother with a full beard and somebody who's okay with the way their upper body mm-hmm. went and in a relationship with the with and is doing great with the way their lower say, body they, meant and they know, sort it's of a need different to be a, situation they need to be ahead of you with this so that mm-hmm. you know it, yes. it, it's not just peers because yes. you know the peer level is fine and that's good for support but you right. need some people who are like okay look this is what's going to happen and, and it's I, all I find okay. myself saying if you had just seen some of these guys that I've seen before that have gotten married that have mm-hmm. found a way to have kids because mm-hmm. that's what they wanted you know if you had just seen how many men share the side effects that they wish they didn't have because of their testosterone with their heart or they wish they didn't have because you know they should have had a hysterectomy before their top surgery like these internal conversations that we have with one another of honesty that we will not put on social media you know even through support groups like if you just meet them and talk to them you would realize that you're not alone and you would Mm -hmm. find that workability that real true support Mm -hmm. and i i don't think that cis men are anywhere near different in having that need Mm -hmm. you know i think that they also have not been served and i think that we do an injustice together as women to not share the whole nitty-gritty you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. and uh there people are still talking about that uh new york times article about the trans woman that wrote um this article talking about how she wanted her own body autonomy, even if she knew that it wouldn't make her happy. And it was really weird and slanted. And it was an opinion piece about how she was six weeks out to finally getting her vagina that she knew was not going to make her happy as a trans woman that she it was, it was a little weird on how to understand her but like but she knew that it wasn't going to make her happy she knew that there was always going to be side effects but she deserved the right to make that mistake or have that option was kind of where she was going with it oh okay and it was so funny because i was talking to one of my trans men friends and he goes like every other vagina in the world <laughs> <laughs> you know he was like they're always having problems they're yeah. always something to maintenance it's never perfect and I, I said Wow, spoke. I, I said, I said, you haven't even seen the article, and just in three beats, as someone who's had one, you're like, yeah, that's how it is. Well, Welcome it, to the world of the JJ. You know, you know? One, one of the things <laughs> broken too. down and yeah, it, <laughs> worried it, it, about it. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, and it's a little bit realness off to the side, but so. you know, one of the things that I don't think we do as much as we should, and that is make sure people understand that. Just because you start, if you get to the point where you're okay with where you are and right. you want to stop your transition, that's okay. Yes, there's, there's it's so, like, you know, so many people and that, and, and it's, it's just, it's great to be reminded as fellow community members that have seen this and gone through this is like, don't dramatize about the stuff that's not that bad mm-hmm. and don't leave out the stuff that is not great because right. we can gloss over it sometimes you yeah. know that's what real support looks like i've had so many non-binary people before there was a label come to me and say i really need to talk to you because i realize that you keep showing up and you still have your chest mm-hmm. i was like oh, okay thank you and, <laughs> you noticed and, okay and, and, <laughs> triple d's in the house and so pretty noticeable and and uh and 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 then like also you're okay with yourself and then like you have never taken testosterone but you're like still around with people and and, Uh and these people have actually to a stalker degree watched my life (laughs) because because they had never seen it anywhere else Uh 
And, and they said, but I want to know how to do that because when I go to the support groups, it's just so much so fast. I've never met mm. any other trans community. Mm. I finally got the goal, you know, the courage to, 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 to show up and do this thing called a support group. And then all of a sudden I'm just asked all these questions that I've been asking myself and I don't have answers for. And I thought that if I met people, I would like start to piece like what was right for me, you know, but they just immediately asked me like, like when's, you know, when's my doctors, you know, for my, for my hormones going to happen and who am I going to see? and where am I going to go and when am I going to do my surgery and mm -hmm. it's just like so much so fast and like maybe I want to do that but maybe I don't and mm -hmm. and you seem to be okay with maybe like not doing that mm -hmm. what is that about mm -hmm. you know and then I would talk to them about gender expression that <laughs> yes. that that whether you have parts or don't have parts uh -huh. that's doesn't make that's, any difference. You know, <laughs> that's right. You know, it, it just it just really may play into it, but it does not it does not make the difference. You hey, know. So, so just so our but, listeners but, understand where we're coming from, can I get y'all to say how you self-identify sure. within the trans yeah. spectrum? Yeah, but I have something I need to say first. That okay. is, people need to realize that support groups are not like the norm. Okay. I mean, the, the people at support groups don't represent like the normal spread of society. Mm. They they're a specific group that they you know they they fall into, and usually support groups will sort of filter out people who aren't exactly like the other people in the support groups, and tough. some will come in and out. Yeah. That can but, be tough. Yeah. But but you know, but but the key is there are people different than the support group yes. folks. Yes. Yeah. And that sort of stuff. Out. So yeah. go ahead. What were we doing? So I'm 35 years old and I identify as non-binary, uh, as that label arose before then I was definitely genderqueer. Um, if there was a box around, I didn't want to be in it. I was in the androgynous, uh, <laughs> spectrum and mainly, you know, I was at the transgender center, mm -hmm. uh, during an economy crash and I mm -hmm. saw how many people were unemployed because of their external transition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's not popular to say, but that's what they were dealing with. Mm -hmm. And not only did they, you know, still need that, want that, and was in the middle of that, they also didn't have documentation to mm -hmm. stay employed, mm -hmm. right? And these people were far more degreed than I was. Mm -hmm. And I'm a massage therapist, and I'm a yoga instructor, and those things go out the window during an economy crash sometimes, right? right? right. And as somebody that's viewed as a lesbian, uh, you know, I have done enough to keep employed already as that in my field, mm -hmm. so I didn't mm -hmm. want to do any more. And... Um, and, and, and because of those honesty conversations, I just really paused for so long. And, and gender performing, I was the producer of uh, the Houston Gender Men, a drag troupe for 10 years. And mm -hmm. I found all the uh, acceptance and expression that I needed to, to make it through uh, on the stage. And I was that off the stage, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that works for me. And I reserve the right to change those uh to change those decisions, you know, but I don't really see that coming anytime mm -hmm. soon. Mm -hmm. And so if you viewed me, I, you know, I do have, I do have triple D's as we've said, you mm -hmm. know, and I, I am not on hormones as you may be able to hear. Some people sound different. Um, and, and some people do judge me because they're like, well, you don't have a voice of a trans man. I'm like, well, I didn't claim to have one, <laughs> you know? So, so I've always been in the middle and in the middle can be confronting for people when they want to put you in the box. And that's any community mm -hmm. that's cis or trans. And everybody know? likes boxes. Mm -hmm. I don't, but you don't. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm the Gen Xer of the group, and um, I'm a 
You know, that means that I just want to watch the world burn. And, and, and uh, that, means, <laughs> that, that means that I think it was one of the news stations left you out. Yeah, yes. they did. They did. They, they, they did. did. And, you know, there's this year gap, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, there, there's something missing. It's like, who is yeah, it? Oh, it's the Gen yeah, Xers. Yeah. They, they uh, just left the, it out. The comedian yeah. Pat Oswald tweeted, uh, after all this mess as a Gen Xer, I'm, I'm glad to be left out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I, I, I identify as being a transsexual, also with triple Ds. And, um, so, yeah. <laughs> Good on uh, you. <laughs> yeah. Feel your pain. Way to carry um, that weight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so, so let's see. I have to ask this this way. So are you, are you going to transition? Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you've transitioned. Yes, yes. I, yeah, okay. I transitioned uh, back in the 90s. Oh, so Mid-90s. long ago. Yeah. <laughs> and what does that look like? Because I know you're out about that. Like every year you have a little anniversary where you post. Oh, yeah. Every year. So, yeah. Um, as it happened, I started taking hormones on the day that I got uh, clean sober. And uh, it just so happened. Like, seriously, I the, the guy wrote the prescription. And as soon as I could get it filled, I got it filled. And it was like, holy shit, it's on this day. This is really cool. Wow. And uh, then my surgeon was like, uh, okay, these are the first days that I have. Uh-huh. And it was like three days. Keep with and the it winner. was like, hmm, okay. So one of those days is that particular day that I got clean and sober. So I, I guess I'll t- pick that one. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. That's so, amazing. Uh, that's that's the day that uh, I had surgery. So I've had I had surgery now like uh, God uh, over a decade ago or mm-hmm. something like that. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I guess I've been you know doing this trans thing for a long time. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that we share this, though, because, I mean, if you're just coming in on each podcast, you may not know right. <laughs> who yeah, are these that's voices, you know, right? And and basically, I'm gender fluid. I came out in 1955. <laughs> 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 that would make me the baby boomer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've taken no hormones. There's usually reasons why I haven't. Um, I've spent a lot of time presenting as male and a lot of time presenting as female. Uh-huh. Uh, w- one of the big things that I've done most of my life is, however... I, if I'm working, however I met you is the way I will tend to stay. Mm-hmm. Unless there's a reason, because every now and then, you know, you sort of get checkerboarded. I've got to be a girl today and a boy tomorrow. And it's like, okay, if you want me today when I'm being a girl, you're going to have to take this version of me or mm-hmm. whatever. And my main reason for that is really, really simple. Um, I can get paid more of a male than a female, and I'm greedy. And, and <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's really straightforward, and I don't mind. Way because, to work that system. You know, <laughs> All right. Well, exactly. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm gender... Like, would you like a real man? You can pay for that. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll cost you a little bit extra. Yeah. You know? and, 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 you know, and, and it's literally, that, that's the reason. It's like, why not? She and, has an upcharge for a tie. Well, and that's the other thing. I mean, I, do, I, I don't like wearing coats and ties. I don't like anything like that. And so I, I'm a consultant is what I do for a living. And I always charge $100 an hour extra if you want a tie. Uh, if you and want, they pay for it. Oh, and they do. Some, they some pay, for pay for a real man. And if you want me there at a specific time always, you know, I mean, if it's necessary, if there's a meeting, I, I of course, will be there. But if you want me there at a specific time just because that's the way you are, it's an extra 100 bucks an hour. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, and the fact is that when I start out charging pretty good fees and 
you're paying me like $300 an hour extra for these things that are ridiculous. Uh-huh. I'm okay with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? And you were highly successful doing this. Oh, yeah. You uh, weren't like just shouting fees and hoping you'd be employed. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> and and so, so you know, it, it's that sort of thing. And a lot of times if there'd be somebody, especially small companies, that would be like, you know, I really would like you to work for us, but we really can't afford your fees because they really couldn't. Mm-hmm. My follow-on would be, you know, if you don't care which gender shows up, <laughs> then, you know, I'll cut the fees in half. <laughs> and usually they're like, well, we don't really care. And I'm like, okay, because that makes it easier for me because I, yeah. I can do the fill-in on days. I don't have to do anything. It also sort of pushes our community because guess what? Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to see me mainly as what they haven't seen me as, and it's just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um my best calculation says that if I look at my entire life, I've spent a little over 50% presenting as female. Um, until recently, uh, health problems have sort of made it so that you know, d- doing makeup, wigs, and putting on hose hurts a lot. But I'm getting that <laughs> fixed, you know, and, and that sort of stuff. But so, so, you know, I'm sort of the in-between one. Mm-hmm. And, and I... I really don't care that much. I identify more as female. If I'm at a party, I'll be hanging out with all the girls. Well, I mean, and that's a big deal. And and I I think for for me, well, and you've seen, you've seen me around. No, it's, all the time, it's absolutely you know? true. And I, I think once you've been around for a little while, in my experience, and I tell this to people that I newly meet, I they they ask me what pronouns do I use, and I said mm-hmm. I use the pronouns that people have met me with. Because it it brings comfort to them, and I'm mm. I'm okay with myself, mm. and it doesn't it doesn't you know anymore it doesn't it doesn't um you like trigger me or or bring me down if someone is misgendering me mm. you know I know the difference between a hater and an ally, and yeah. I don't shoot on my allies exactly. you know and I said so you're gonna hear people use all sorts of terms you know um and it, it's it's based upon where they and, met me and you know one of the things I mean with, with me using he or she is you know using she is always okay he if i'm presenting as a male is perfectly fine like Makes that and if, I, and if i get someone who misgenders me that's a good time for a conversation i'll usually right. be like really i look that bad and then we get into the discussion <laughs> well no, what what i do if i get misgendered the uh-huh. first thing i do is run down to GameStop and start throwing things <laughs> And screaming. Particularly find a GameStop. You know, you know th- th- this earlier conversation about sarcasm, I hope you all are getting the sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of saying yeah. I'm the baby boomer, it's I'm think, the sarcastic one. I, I think it's sarcasm. <laughs> I, oh, God damn it, I have to go down to the GameStop. Yeah. Well, hey, folks, thank Speaking you. Speaking of gamers, oh. there was an awful lot of UK money raised by a gamer. Who we should oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Before yeah. we close out, I have that was got to say. so amazing. Oh, my God. That was like, uh, so, okay. So, like, TERFs in the UK were going after this support organization. The you know, Because they claimed that Mermaids, the support organization, was, quote, transing children uh-huh. and grooming children for for instance like uh gender diverse kids they would have like a day at the park and kids who and they would have puppies there for the kids to play with in the park seems super cool to me but but through the lens the goggles that turfs put on that was grooming the children luring them in they're a hater so so, so, you have a weird noise when you talk about 
all these people. So, so, teach, <laughs> so teaching kids to not abuse animals. Yes, yes, is, is, is grooming uh, yeah, them for trans. Yes, exactly. Okay. Perfect. And so, what? What <laughs> this the, this mob? Uh, so it's not only turfs now. Uh-huh. Turfs have kind of like melded with the UK right wing and the right wing trolls over there, and so they in mass kind of started going after this group's funders. Mm-hmm. Well, this gamer learned about all this bullshit that's happening. Yeah. Now, this is not a medical or organization. They don't give out hormones. They don't do anything. They have support groups. And they that's have great. a list of referrals. I mean, I appreciate have... what he said. He was like, you're going to take resources away from people who yes, need it that exactly, are dealing with gender exactly. dysphoria. You know, and it's really cool. The Scottish Parliament recognized uh, his work and wow. uh, the... Uh, AOC, uh, what what's her name here? The congresswoman, mm-hmm. uh, a new congresswoman. Young, she was uh, tweeting with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, showed up in in his Twitch uh-huh. stream. Appreciated he, he what he was doing. Stayed on for like what more than twenty four mm-hmm. hours. Chelsea Manning money. showed in. Uh, uh-huh. And Rose, I heard like, Jack Black showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like over a hundred thousand dollars or something like that. It was like, really big. He played yeah. for like fifty something hours. Yeah, yeah. He so he, he, and he might still be getting money, money, but he's resting. It's fantastic. And, so. That was just. Oh, fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. It was and just one person saying, that's enough, and I have a platform, and so I'm going to do something that can use my platform to help other people, and it just happened. And, like, when things mm-hmm. like that happen, it just gives me hope. You oh, know? yeah. That's so yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Like, that's stuff I love. <laughs> that was, that's stuff I love. Uh, for instance, uh, and I also wanted to just kind of mention this. <clears throat> so there's this transphobe, media transphobe in the U.K., uh, who had uh, posted this, uh, he, he had created this online, like, Twitter poll. Uh, his uh, his name is Graham, and uh, yeah, he says... Yeah, that was the guy he was quoting. Yeah, vote, it, vote yes if you think that there are serious problems in trans activism, but you're too frightened to talk about it on here. Twitter polls are anonymous. No one can see that you voted or how. And so the votes are... 22% yes 78% no 40,000 votes <laughs> wow wow but but that means he can publish the fact that more than 8,000 people said yes <laughs> i mean you know it, it it's the line with statistics bit why not i, I mean it gives you yeah. but it gives you a sense of like if you have 8,000 people going after a target mm-hmm. that these turfs set up mm-hmm. you know that can feel like a big deal you've got thousands of people calling and emailing and tweeting at you and stuff and it feels like mob you're Uh getting mobbed and so but the reality is you've got you know almost 80 percent of these folks saying fuck no and you've got got leadership you've got actors you've got trans beings themselves jumping in and giving solidarity and then you have money raised which is awesome exactly absolutely well good on you gamer yeah and exactly and i I think that's the big thing i mean there's a lot of positive stuff going on even though we have a whole lot of negative Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. And, and i think Part of it is that we only see the negative a lot of times. Yeah. Well, lift up the positive because it's absolutely. out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Stop giving haters the mic. Like, just stop it. Exactly. And with that, I want to say 
Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters on patreon.com slash transadvocate. Um, if you have the money to give us money, we really appreciate it because that keeps us on the so-called air. Mm-hmm. We uh, have to have server space. We have Transadvocate UK, Transadvocate Brazil. We pay our writers to write. Um, and your donations make that possible. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a patron of the Trans Advocate. Um, anything coming up? What's, what's if, up? If you want to support the uh, employees that are being affected by the shutdown, the fund for that is the TDR Fund. And you go to tdrfund.us. .us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. We will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Trans Advocate Podcast. We are a project of the Transgender Foundation of America, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Your support makes what we do possible. Resistance means nothing without supporting elected officials who won't attack trans, intersex, and queer children in our schools. They can't vote, so you're going to have to do it for them. If you live in the U.S. and are not registered to vote, we can help you with that at our site. Register and vote, no matter what. The Trans Advocate Podcast was produced by Kristen Williams. All rights reserved. The Trans Advocate is a project of the Transgender Foundation of America, a 501c3 nonprofit. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the Trans Advocate or the Transgender Foundation of America. I'm good. Okay, we're recording. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hello. That's not your um, talking voice. S- Hello, this oh, is Kristen Williams. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> Spooky Halloween grandma. Her real, her, her real voice is coming out. Oh. 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 Is oh, that, my God. Is that your, the pre- rest are all your pre-coffee voice? Oh, Start over. All right. All right. Take two. Take two. Hey there, folks. This is Kristen Williams <laughs> with the Trans Advocate Podcast. Take three. This Take three. <laughs> Third time is the charm. <laughs> that was my NPR voice, goddammit. Oh. <laughs> no, you no. have to roll it a little bit more and become <laughs> more, more melodious and open your tones <laughs> up and then, to the NPR. And then, in Syria, just more oh, people and, I, I need a sound effect and, of yeah. walking on gravel uh-huh. or something yeah, as we gun, talk. Guns, <laughs> is, guns in the background, like, and then there's more people die. Nobody cares. There's just more where people died and it was really graphic and nobody cares. And good morning, more more people died while you were sleeping. Like, Jesus. <laughs> like, could you even imagine like <laughs> if you woke up one morning and they were like, hey, guess what? While you were sleeping, they had a midnight uh, you know, powwow at the big old White House and I decided that everything fucking works and uh, we got rid of that other guy that we don't even need to talk about anymore because boy, that was a lot. And like, guess what? Everyone's gonna have insurance and get paid. And like the world works, and about this whole like we're we're better than everyone. And, like we've humbled ourselves, and we just want to work together. And, so let's and, move and, forward. And, and then it's like you know, I'm I'm in Minnesota, and we we just legalized some really good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the studies on that coming up next. <laughs>